It's always nice coming after a tall man. Reminds me of, makes me humble. <laughs> Take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. These were the words of promise, words of hope that blind Bartimaeus waited patiently all his life to hear. His very actions upon hearing these words betray Bartimaeus' real desire in life, his deep need for Jesus, for healing, for purpose in his life. Now his opportunity became present, and without a moment's hesitation, he seized it. So he threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Take courage. Jesus is calling you. These are words that we long to hear, especially when we or a loved one is in need of healing. Does God still heal today? Yes, he does. He did for a friend of mine, at least a brother of a friend of mine, Chris, which started out as a lump on his skull that collapsed one day at work, turned out to be a cancerous brain tumor. The MRI gave him, given days before his scheduled surgery, revealed the size of the tumor. His brothers and friends prayed for healing. On the day of surgery, the family waited on edge, some waited in prayer. The surgery was to take hours, but the surgeon returned to the waiting room far too soon after the surgery had begun. And the family braced themselves for the bad news. The doctor said, I don't know what happened, but as soon as we began the surgery, your son's body temperature rose sharply and the monitors went awry, and then everything calmed down. They proceeded with the surgery. We opened your son's skull. There is no tumor. Sometimes healings are miraculous, like Chris's. Other times, the healings of God can take place through the intelligence he gave us through the form of sciences. The beautiful thing about this story, too, that I don't have in my notes here, is that uh, Kevin, his good friend of mine, and Chris's brother, went into Chris's room after the surgery, and his brother was recovering, and he said, Father John, I went into Chris's room, and there I saw his angel hovering over him, uh, caressing Chris's skull. And when I went, entered into the room, the, the angel looked at me and just smiled and then went away. Take courage. Get up. Jesus is calling you. In various ways, blind Bartimaeus represents all of us to one degree or another. Much of our lives are lived behind blindfolds, paralyzed by fear, blinded by sin, immobilized by past wounds. We shut out that which we lack the moral courage to confront. So we miss opportunity after opportunity to recognize the presence of God the healing of God, and to respond to his love with love. And so we live lives on the surface, afraid to plunge deep into the reality of God, who can and wills to transform us if we but embrace the reality of that exchange of love, that exchange called conversion. There was a woman in my parish where I help out at. She also had an MRI, had a cancerous tumor in her, her thigh, and her family and I just prayed over her. I gave her the anointing of the sick and then did extemporaneous prayers over the tumor. She went back to the doctor, had another MRI before the surgery, 
cancerous tumor was gone. Some of these miracles happen quickly. We don't always control them. Some are slow healings that happen in our life. Does God still heal? Yes, he does. He healed me from food allergies in a healing service, oh, about 20 or 30 years ago. Now some of these allergies have come back again. But he did heal me. For about 30 years, I had no allergies to food. Some healing requires us to identify the root causes or a root memory of where we're unhealed, where we feel bound. Healing requires of us to let go of our long-held identity with a particular sickness. It may be an emotional sickness, a physical sickness, a spiritual sickness. Some healing takes time and is incremental. Like a woman I've been praying with who has macular degeneration, slowly her eyesight is coming back, but we've been praying for years, her and her husband with her. I don't control these things. God moves through all of us. All of us as members of the body of Christ through baptism have gifts of the Holy Spirit to build up the kingdom of God. Some gifts are healing. Some gifts are prophecies. Some gifts are tongues. Some gifts are, are of service. Paul lists all of them in Corinthians chapter 12 and 13. Our healing may require or may be delayed because we may be called to embrace our suffering as redemptive. Most of us don't like that one. That's a particular call to share in the mission of Jesus Christ to redeem the world. Many of the saints tell us that nothing is wasted if it is offered to God. Even our sufferings can be offered up as a prayer perhaps for the healing of another, our own healing. You and I should take consolation and grow in that, that expectant faith given in sacred scripture. I will console them and guide them. I will lead them to brooks of water on a level road so that none shall stumble. For I am a father of Israel, and you and I are the new Israel. Or to listen to the intimate words of God spoken to us from the letter to the Hebrews, you are my son, you are my daughter. This day I have begotten you. Does God heal? Yes, he does. His healings take many forms. Is his healing action a deep mystery? Yes, it is. But like blind Bartimaeus, we should keep calling out all the more, Jesus, son of David, have pity upon me, a sinner. And then you and I should take courage, get up, for Jesus is calling you. My mother also suffered from uh, a stroke. <clears throat> and, uh, so I'm getting a little emotional here. <laughs> She'd passed away a couple of years ago, but the day of her stroke, um, uh, my sisters and my brother and I, we were up almost the whole night. Some of you can relate to that, right? And I got home to the seminary, and I went up to the tabernacle, and I put my head against it, and I said, if you're going to take my mother, take her quickly. But if not, I have ideas. <laughs> and I let the Lord know my ideas. And I went over her entire body 
with my hands extended um, against the cancer that she had and also the, the effects of the stroke that she had suffered. Later on that night, I went to bed, and I heard these words as I was in bed. It was February in Minnesota. It was so cold outside, and I was nice and snuggled in my bed. And then I hear these words, pray for your mother. So I thought, well, I'll pray in bed. Then I heard, no, get up and sacrifice for her. So I got out of bed. I faced east because the, the hospital was in that direction. And I extended my hands again and went over her entire body and taking, claiming in the name of Jesus, authority over the cancer, over the effects of her stroke. And I said basically these words, Lord, if you could raise your son from the dead after three days in the tomb, surely you can resurrect brain cells that were deprived of oxygen. In the name of Jesus, and I went through her body. And I felt heat coming out of my hands. And then I went to bed. Got up the next morning, went to the hospital to see my mother. And my sister was there, and I, I went into the hospital room, and I couldn't see my mom quite yet, because um, my sister was blocking my view. My sister turns to me, she goes, I can't believe it. I said, believe what? Mom was sitting up, talking. Her one arm was kind of flopping around a little bit. And she said to me, her first words to me were, did you bring me Jesus? I said, uh, no, Mom. I, yesterday, you couldn't swallow. Well, what kind of priest are you? I said, well, obviously not a very good one. <laughs> but she totally recovered and lived for a number of years. With her cancer, the doctors said she only had two or three months to live. She lived three years and then died at home, surrounded by her family with the holy death. God does heal. Sometimes our healing is incremental. Sometimes it's miraculous, spontaneous. Sometimes it's because you and I have things within us that is... Um, resisting his grace, or he has a purpose for our suffering. This is all mysterious, but blind Bartimaeus represents all of us, as I said earlier in this homily. God is calling you, and we should run to him and cry out the name of Jesus, for he desires to make us whole. Jesus said to us in John chapter 10, verse 10, I've come to give you life into the full. Now, ultimately, that's heaven for us, and this life is a preparation for that. But let's also keep him to be a, a God of his word, a father who fulfills his promises, and say, Lord, make me whole. Whatever within me is governing me, impeding me, making me less than your beloved son, beloved daughter by grace, I give you permission for your grace to enter that area of my life and heal me. Call out to him. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Get up. Jesus is calling you. Inspired by the word of God, anticipating Christ in the blessed sacrament, let us make a profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, 
born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We are the people the Lord has saved. As we follow him along his way of faith, let us lift up our hearts to his Father in prayer. For healing and renewal in this season of the Universal Church, that through charity we may accompany those who have suffered, and through prayer and fasting we may seek the Lord where he is to be found. We pray to the Lord. Lord, for the bishops and priests who teach and lead God's people, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our For the intentions of our future full of hope capital campaign, that while our physical structures are renovated and remade, our interior lives may also be renewed in faith, charity, and peace, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our For all priests on this Priesthood Sunday weekend, that, may be, that they may be strengthened by our prayers, nurtured by our gratitude, and renewed by our pledges support. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the full recovery of the sick, of the sick especially Catherine Wilkinson, Risha Dimas, Tim Pinnock, and David O'Reilly, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who sleep in Christ, especially Richard Langan, Maddox Lepora, and the family members of Father John Clockman, who passed recently, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the God of mercy will hear the prayers we now offer in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God, our Father, you know our blindness, our places of need. We ask that your Holy Spirit come deep within us. May your holy angels minister to us the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Make us whole as sons and daughters to glorify your name. We ask this through the powerful and holy name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Please join us in singing number 604, Come to the Water. That's number 604.
pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look, we pray, O Lord, on the offering.